Evening. Thank you for coming. Continuing in our discussion of the Hilchot Birkat HaMazon, we've been talking about a situation where we've created a Tzeruf. We have three or perhaps more uh, adult Jewish males. We'll talk about, even if they're not males, a different time. But three adult Jewish males that have uh, created a Tzeruf, they've created a joint eating session. Now there's a Chiyuv, there's an obligation of Zimun. Last night we went over some of the different situations where we thought maybe it would be possible that a person could break that Tzeruf and they would be able to leave and not be a part of the Zimun. And as we mentioned, it's very, very difficult to justify in most of those situations, right? The situation that we mentioned by the Ramah, where you have a different Zimun opportunity and the people that you're with have a different Zimun opportunity, that might be your best bet. Otherwise, there are extenuating circumstances, but it seems very difficult to justify. So what can I do uh, to make sure that if I know I'm gonna need to leave early or I'm not gonna be able to stay as long, whatever the case is, uh, that I am not going to get caught in one of these situations where I'm going to have to break a tzeruf because it is not halachically advisable. So we are going to quote from the Sefer Piskei Chuvot. He says, says, What should you do? You should have in mind, you should have kavana that when you're sitting down at this meal, I do not intend to be part of a tzeruf. Even though I'm going to be sitting with them and we're all going to be eating, maybe even at the same table, maybe even from the same food, I'm having in mind that we are not creating a tzeruf uh, so that a zimun will not be required. By having this kavana with this intention, so that would work. And by doing that, I would be able to bench by myself. I'd be able to leave for any reason whatsoever, right? So even if it's not a, a good reason, right? I don't know, I have to go uh, do something uh, illegal, right? I don't know, that's a terrible reason to leave this meal. But hypothetically, that would be enough that I would be able to uh, leave. And certainly, any of the better reasons, I'm going to perform its Meets five to go catch a minion. I'm going to go help someone. Whatever it is, uh, you would be able to leave at any point. You'd be able to leave at any point during the meal, even at the end. We didn't talk about this as much, and uh, it may come up in later conversations, but it's much more difficult to justify breaking a tzeruf if everyone is concluding the meal at the same time. Right? Why would that be? Because we know even if we start the meal together, if someone comes and joins later, they could be part of the tzeruf. It's easier to uh, add people on later on. Right? So if they're concluding their meal along with us, so uh, it's much more difficult to justify breaking the uh, tzeruf. So here we're saying, uh, but you had in mind that you're not going to create the tzeruf, even though you're eating with them and you're sitting next to them and all that other stuff, you would be able to leave even at the end. And this is also true if you sat down, let's say, with two people, and by leaving, there won't be a zimun. You're allowed to leave. Or if there's, uh, you know, with you, there are 10, and if you leave, there's now only nine. Why would you be able to do that? Because I had in mind that even though I'm, in theory, the 10th man, I'm not a part of this. So they never really had the opportunity of a zimun, uh, hypothetically. So if I leave early, they can't say, oh, but you're number 10, right? Because, oh, sorry, guys, I had in mind not to be a part of it, okay? So again, we're not saying you should do this, right? You're not saying, you, right? It's only if you think there might be a situation where you're not going to be a, a part of it. And you might decide at the beginning of the meal, I don't want this to be, I don't want to be part of this tzeruf. And then later on determine like, well, I'm going to be able to stick around for benching. And then have in mind as you're eating that you are going to be part of uh, uh, the tzeruf. But hypothetically, if you have this uh, in your mind, in the beginning, you should be good enough. He says, but there are others that say, nevertheless, lowly smoke that maybe it's better to not just have it uh, in mind that you don't want to join. You should also try to stagger 
the start of your meal. Meaning while they sit down, the two people you're sitting with, the nine people that you're sitting with, when they're starting to have their first kezayit, their first uh, bit of uh, bread, that you should not be present. To try as best you can to only join them after they've started eating their first uh, kezayit. Or that you should eat it before they start, or that you should be somewhere else, even if you're starting at the same time. Right? That way, it, it's uh, more demonstrative that you are not creating a tzeruf. Even better would be if you sit down with them and you say, guys, I know we're here. I know there's three adult Jewish males. I know there's 10 Jewish males, but I'm going to have to run out early, or I might have to run out early. So I'm having in mind at the onset that I'm not going to be part of this tzeruf. But that, it's probably better that way also, so that way they're not let down when you, you bolt out and they thought that they had a, a zimun, right? So it... According to many postgame, including Rav Moshe Feinstein, just having it in mind would be enough. But he says it's better if you could go above and beyond and uh, you know, do something demonstrative like staggering the start time of your meal, either starting before them or after them, or maybe even stating it uh, explicitly. And again, if you didn't do that, it's not necessarily in the world, as long as you had in mind not to uh, join the tzirif. Yes, sir? Yes. I would have in mind not to be a part of it. And then if you realize that you're able to stick around, so then just continue to eat with people and have in mind that you're now joining it. Yes, um, he does say later on, we're not going to read the entire piece, but he says you also, at that point, don't have to worry. Let's say it's a situation of Sheva uh, Brachot, right? So when you leave, not only are you missing out on Zima, and you're also missing out on these additional Brachot. Maybe you should feel uh, concerned about that. He says, no, if you had in mind that you're not joining, so then you are not joining. You might lose out on other benefits, right? Meaning, so is it considered as though you were present for that uh, Sheva Brachos, maybe not, right? Or let's say at a bris, right? There's this whole thing that like, if you're invited or at a bris, you're really supposed to partake of the meal. Otherwise, like it sounds like it's bad news. So if you jet out early, even though you have this in mind, you may lose out, you, know, you might be putting yourself in jeopardy in other ways. But hypothetically, that should work. I'll tell you one last thing. When I was in uh, Israel for the year, there was a, a rabbi used to come from Telstone, uh, which was right, not so far from where I was in Shalvim, he used to come Monday nights and he used to give a little halacha chabura. And I'll never forget, he said that stam das, right, meaning even if you didn't have anything explicit in mind, right, you just sit down at a meal, he says, unless you thought for sure I am sitting down and I'm being, uh, creating a tzeruf here, I'm gonna be part of this joint eating session, the stam das is the, that the assumption is that you are not partaking and you're not going to join. I don't know why. At the time, I was like, that's fantastic news because, you know, usually I'm not thinking about anything except for like what's in front of me and what I'm going to eat, right? But hypothetically, he wanted to argue that most people want to have that out clause in case they need to uh, leave and they don't want to be part of the Zeman and they don't want to get stuck. It's really, really beneficial to have that in your back pocket, right? If you're sitting at a Shabbos meal, odds are you can stay uh, until the end, although some people will hold you hostage. But in other situations, like a, a Suda mitzvah, a bris or a wedding, and like these things can go on for a long period of time, it is difficult because you maybe don't want to stay up uh, very late or whatever the case may be. So to have that in your back pocket and you realize, oh, I didn't really think uh, that I was not planning on creating a tzeruf over here, but Rav uh, said, said that Stam uh, Das is not to be mitzarek. If you want to hold on to it, that's great. Even better to have it in mind. Even better to do something demonstrative and then you should be good to go. Rabbi